Welcome to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast, helping entrepreneurs tackle real-world problems in their businesses with tips, tricks, and advice from other solopreneurs. In this episode, Amanda Mundo, a social media strategist, shares her three top tips for how to create a strategy that really connects to your audience. Welcome back, everybody. Hope everybody had a very nice break. I am here with Amanda Mundo, our social media expert. How are you doing today, Amanda? Great. I'm so happy to be here, Megan. Um, This has been such a great week so far, so I'm excited to talk to you today. Well, fantastic. It's always great to have an energetic week coming into good things. So, wonderful. Well, I thought today we would just kind of kick it off with, you know, I know your strength and and where your passions lie, and that's really on social media strategy. More than just the tinkering and the doing and the day in, the day out. Um, Let's really start, you can kind of, I mean, broad spec, I know here, because you can't get real specific, but what does a good social media strategy really look like, and what parts does it have? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a big question. And I'm gonna try to kind of like crunch it down into some digestible bites. Um, (laughs) The strategy really starts from what you know, like benchmarking, right? So um, I know when we think about social media, we don't really think about data and analytics and all those things, right? Where you're not looking at the year and and like chunking the year out to say, what are we doing during this time? That's where the strategy comes in. But if you've been active on social media, it's so important to really get into that data because you want to have measurable goals, right? You want goals. You want to grow. You want um, increased engagement. And the only way to do that is to see what the past, like hindsight, what's working and what's not so that you could build out a strategy moving forward. Now, it's great. You could build out a whole year strategy. But the thing is, you have to actually come back to it. And I like to come back to it monthly, quarterly, really making sure that you're staying on the pulse of your audience. And so, um, again, I would say, you know, looking at analytics and data will tell you, first off, what is your audience like? What are they really engaging with? So that you can create more content, so you can create better content, and then really being relevant to what's happening to today. Because sometimes what happens is we could create the strategy, but then something like a worldwide pandemic happens (laughs) and it might (laughs) offset the whole thing. So you have to be prepared to, yes, create a roadmap, but then always come back to it to make sure your content is relevant. Because there were many clients in 2020 that I had that came to me that they're really missing the mark because their content wasn't relevant. They were speaking to pre-pandemic times when they really should be speaking to their audience in the current times. What's happening now? How can I how can I um, speak to them so they would engage with me? If you see no engagement, it may be because your topics or your content isn't relevant and it's not, you know, hitting the mark for your audience. That's really great idea. Going to that data, you know, um, I know people have told me all the time, you know, oh, you got an AB test. And I'm like, I think for social media, it's like A, B, C, W, Y, fix that picture, change that one. Like there really isn't, I think, any rhyme or reason behind the psychology of why humans liked that one versus that one. However, 
I love that you're saying, go to your own data. Like, look at it. So, where do I go? <laughs> yeah, so first thing is making sure your platform is set up properly. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when we get started in business, we forget that our personal accounts you know, that's not really going to give us the data we need and that we do need like a Facebook business account to start, you know, bringing that information in and bringing our audience together there. Uh, in Instagram, we need to have that um, business account, business platform, because really what that opens us up to is more opportunities to dive deep into, you know, uh, what, like I said, what where people are engaging the the gender of you know our gender like if if you're really wanting to speak to the male audience and you have a 76 percent female audience you might need to shift something right it tells you uh if you're really wanting to market or connect with people in the united states but your audience is primarily coming from the uk that could be a problem because maybe you don't ship to the UK or something, you know, maybe you're just nation nationwide. So looking at those analytics are so important because you know that your audience is actually relevant to what, you know, who you want to speak to. And that's really important. Yeah. I think that's always interesting to me about data is sometimes we have an idea of who we're talking to mm -hmm. and then you go look at it and you go, Oh, that's not who liked my page. I, I had that personal experience. I, I thought that I was all like certain types of people. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, let's give them content because they're already here. So I love the idea of database strategies because as, and as much as people say they don't like data, it's such a powerful tool. Like it, it really gives us an unbiased information. Like, it doesn't say Black they liked yeah. it because it was red. They said they liked it. That's it. Yeah. That is what. So one more thing about, you know, you talked about bringing your strategy relevant um, or frequently touching on your strategy. Um, so for our flow members specifically, because the work time that they come in and do their work each week, you know, a lot of that is scheduling out. That's what we do during work time. Um, so how do you look at your strategy like on a monthly basis? Do you just look at it and go, is it still relevant? Like what kind of questions do you ask yourself when you're reviewing your content in a short term? Yeah, so it's really because, you know, we're always producing a lot of content graphics and what we're saying and, you know, asking questions, really trying to di like diversify our content with different things. And so the cool thing, and I'm just going to use Instagram as an example, because they're pretty, um, it's pretty easy to read their, their analytics page, but they'll just tell you, hey, these were your top 10 posts. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, that's interesting. So Here's an example. I have like um, a client who sells hair products and um, you know, it talks about how great these hair products are. So she did a test and she did like a scientific test. She like put some of the um, heat resistant oil on toast and put it into a toaster and then it showed that when the toaster popped up, that area where she put her product was like barely, you know, toasted, but where she put the other product was. So that right there is like, oh my God, people love, they love this. Like they love seeing that. Wow. And like, okay, how can we implement different types of fun, you know, test experiments or showing different things? Cause people like to see that. If 
if we didn't go back and look at the analytics and see that, I mean, that was a winner, we would have never known. So I would say you definitely want to go through the full, full month and at the end of that month, go back and look at those analytics. And then, you know, for the quarter, you know, once you go through the end of a quarter, go back to all three months and say, hey, what was working? What were my top 10, you know, top 10 posts that were really working? And then just start building on that and giving your audience what they're asking for. Because I mean, honestly, like you said, they press the likes, they make comments, they're saying, I really like this. And that's, that's what you do. Well, that's, that is a fantastic way to really integrate that strategy. Because I think in business, we go, oh, I made a plan. I got to follow the plan. Mm -hmm. Yes. And especially when it comes to social media, you know, last, last time we talked about how you got to put the social in the social media. Well, mm -hmm. that also is, it comes from, okay, use your data so your audience can tell you what to write. So you don't really have to think about it. They like the silly post, then give them more toast. You know, whatever it is, if they like the will willy wonky, you know, with your phone video, see me, I'm like, I hate those, but those get more likes on my page. I'm like, okay, I'm walking around with my phone, y'all. It's just what it is. So I love that using the data, um, you know, to round out a strategy and make a strategy effective. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps you with your messaging too. And we'll talk about messaging really on another, uh, yeah. another day, really dive into messaging because all of this tells you, Hey, your audience, is this what you're wanting to convey to your audience and stuff that they're liking? Is that the, is that the way you want to go? Cause it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, wait, wait, this might be, you know, I might be derailing from really what I'm, what I'm trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. And so we'll dive into that on, on another day as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. So for our members who are watching live or on replay, please connect with Amanda. She is definitely the strategy queen when it comes to social media. Um, you can find her on Flow Working in our experts pages, and you can find her here every week answering all your questions. So join us. If you have not signed up for your next session, make sure you do. Amanda, thank you so much for your time and your expertise and your advice on strategies. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Wonderful. I'm excited, Megan. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week.